0: Alright everybody, this is Kingdom, the Kingdom Come Podcast. I am Desmond D.K. Howard. Um, first of all, I want to thank you for tuning in. So, I'm going to lay down a couple things on what to expect with this podcast. This podcast will focus solely, well not solely, but mainly on the Kansas City Chiefs NFL team and any type of news regarding the organization organization. Um, takeaways from past games, previews for upcoming games, um, anything of that nature. If you're not a fan of the Chiefs, I encourage you to still keep up with this podcast. I anticipate some great content as far as the Chiefs seem to be a very exciting team this season. However, I will cover the other 31 teams in the NFL on my blog at expandthekingdom.blogspot.com so you can go over there and check that out if you have the time and if you're looking for some other content uh, that could concern your favorite team. All right, today I am joined by a very close friend of mine and night editor for Arrowhead Pride, Mr. Rob Remsen. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at rrimsanity. Uh Rob, how's it going?
1: I'm good. I'm going good. How you
0: doing? All right, so Rob, last night the Chiefs took on the Cincinnati Bengals in the first action of the season with preseason opener at Arrowhead Stadium won the game 38 to 17 was it uh
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 17
0: 38 alright um so what are some of your takeaways
1: um well first of all my latest takeaway is Kansas City Brown game is in a very good place uh you see, Damian Williams didn't get to play last night I don't even think Daryl Williams who in a lot of people's mind is the is the next guy up play uh, Carlos Hyde was the bulldozer we thought he'd be on the goal line and even a uh, Darwin Thompson surprised some people with his play super dynamic he was actually the biggest takeaway was that people were afraid that his height and his size wouldn't really translate into the NFL and he proved those doubters wrong last night that was really my biggest takeaway the defense um, didn't get to see a lot of first-team defense out there uh, we had a strip Recovered fumble that was turned around. It looked good besides uh, I mean for the first team with that, but I think second team third team depth is really what we're going to need uh, On the defensive side of the ball.
0: That's that was my takeaway now. The one thing about the uh, the new defense and, uh Spag system. I like the 4-3. I think the 4-3 did exactly what it is designed to do it being a run-stopping defense And you know that was a really big issue for the team last season with uh, not being able to stop the run, which kept the defense on the field a lot longer. Um, the I think total they gave up less less than 50 yards um, on the ground to, throughout the entire game. Um, but my thing was, and I've said this for years, is I'm not a fan of the zone pass coverage because I feel as – Though today's NFL quarterbacks are excellent at picking apart a zone defense, and yeah, especially the elite guys, the elite guys. So, we're gonna have to go up against some of those elite guys. We have to play Phillip Rivers twice, twice, have to go up against um Brady later on in the season, even have to play Aaron Rodgers when they go to play the Packers. Um, but other than that, I did like the uh the defense, the, the secondary wasn't as bad as I. Originally had worried You know I saw some good things out of them Especially out of guys like Thornhill Um, You know he's always around the ball And they were saying that even about him in camp But other than that I really like the defense Offensively Patrick Mahomes is in Mid-season form Um, I know he only did that one drive And had four Went four for four on his passes Technically four for five if you count The free play where the defense was Offsides and that pass was incomplete (laughs) But um, other than that, he made the he made the right reads, made them very quickly. He was able to sense pressure, and even some of the backup QBs like uh Chad Henning looked pretty good. Um, I really liked Kyle Shermer. I I don't I think it's just he's re- a really smart he's a really smart football player. Being the son of a coach, I think really helped him out there. Um, and I and like you said about Thompson, I really liked him. Uh. Yes, he's kind of small, but he is, for his size, I think he's pound for pound one of the better backs on the team. Um, He's got that quick burst to get to and through the hole, and he's not afraid to run between the tackles. So that's obviously a positive there. It's going to be a tight race um, to see who makes it at the running back position once they finally release the 53-man roster. And um, the last thing that I took from the game, which everybody – Really saw this one coming. Was Miko Hardman is fast, very fast, very fast. Very, very fast. Um, I actually want to liken him to how Tyreek Hill looked when he first came into the league a few years ago, where he's just pure, pure speed, he can make defenders miss, he's very dangerous in the open field. Um, you know, when Tyreek Hill first came into the league. He need to work on his route running. I think Hardman can stand to improve his route running a little bit. Uh, He's probably a little, maybe a step ahead of where Hill was when he first came into the league. But nonetheless, he can still improve. This offense is going to be incredibly dangerous, man. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, when you
1: touched upon that Mahomes is in mid-season form, I haven't tweeted last night. If he's going to have a regression, he's hiding it very well. I mean, the guy doesn't look like he's lost a step. If anything, he looks more accurate than he did last season. Um, especially And on the point of Nicole Harmon maybe being a step ahead of the process where Hill was in his rookie season, I think Andy Reid even benefited from having to learn from Hill the first time, you know, seeing how he picked up stuff. Because all the time people liking to Mecole – uh, to Tyreek Hill, working with Tyreek probably helped Hill out. I mean, not Hill, but helped read out, knowing what to tell Nicole and how he's going to see things, you know, dealing with the speedster and how to implement them. So I, I really like that uh, Nicole is already on that level. Um, like you said, the offense is going to be very potent. And really, uh, the preseason game on Saturday, it kind of just confirmed everything that Chiefs fans thought was going to be good this season, pretty much confirmed that. Mahomes is going to be good. Travis Kelsey is going to be good. Nicole Harmon is going to be fast. Darwin Thompson is a pound for pound, one of the best running backs on the roster. Just everything on the offensive side of the ball was confirmed. Defense, we still have a little bit of questions. Guys need more snaps. But other than that, it looked great. It looked great. All
0: right. um, I'm going to go ahead and allude to the tweet that you were saying. If Mahomes is going to have a regression, he's hiding it well. Um, do you think it's possible, considering the 50-touchdown, 5,000-yard performance he put up last season, can Patrick Mahomes get better?
1: Can he get better? I think, well, first we have to clarify that better stats doesn't necessarily mean a better player. He could have 40 touchdowns, but if he does it efficiently, it's the kind of touchdowns they are is that he's just dotting it everywhere on the field, and, you know, the defense is, is – you know, not getting off the field as quickly, you know, it could be a ton of things. Mahomes could be a better player but have, you know, worse stats. But as far as if he can get better, of course he can get better. I mean, he's, he's a second-year guy. Like he said on multiple occasions during the interviews, I mean, he's seen NFL defenses now. He knows what they look like. Just like they have tape on him, he has tapes on them. So by virtue of that alone, he's going to get better. Um I don't know if he'll get 50 touchdowns again. At first, I was leaning towards he wouldn't, but after seeing that preseason game, I'm not ruling out the possibility. Not one bit.
0: Well, I don't think another 50 touchdown season is all too realistic. It's not impossible because of the talent that he is, plus the weapons that he has at his disposal. It's not impossible. It's not something that you couldn't imagine and just, you know, see it possibly happening. But. I see, you know, a thirty-five touchdown season, you know, four thousand yards. If he does that, but let's say last, you know, last season he had twelve interceptions. Let's say he cuts that down to six. That is an exponentially better season. And I think we saw glimpses um, of where he can get better in, you know, his decision making. There is a play where he scrambled out of the pocket, and um, it was down in the red zone. He started to run. And instead of diving head first to try and get into the end zone and exposing himself to a hit, he slid feet first, gave himself up, uh put the ball at the one yard line, which set up Carlos Hyde to just, you know, be that bulldozer and run it in for the score. Um you know, we saw it even last season, he as the season went on that he was getting better at making reads. He said it uh he said it himself that, you know, he has to work on not trying to think that he can make every throw. I mean, he can make every throw, but it's a question of should he t- make every throw? He said that he, um, you know, we should see him taking more of those checkdowns, those five, 10-yard dumps, those passes that every Chiefs fan was accustomed to seeing Alex Smith make on the regular, but we'll see more of those those plays in crunch time, um, and let some of these skilled guys get out in the open field and make a play instead of him trying to force the ball 20, 30 yards down the field into coverage. So I think with that said, he can definitely get better, and that's the way he will get better. Yeah, I agree. Uh,
1: his decision-making, just all that, that's that's what can improve. Maybe not necessarily from an athletic standpoint, but definitely from a, a football IQ
0: standpoint. All right, now I know we've only had one preseason game, and it's preseason, so any real takeaways about who's going to break out and everything, you take those with a grain of salt because, I mean, these games matter mainly to the coaches, but, you know, and I mean, it matters to the fans because we've gone since February without seeing live action football, so it's been a minute. But let's jump ahead to the regular season, which opens up on September 8th in Jacksonville, right, against the Jaguars. Now, when they first released the NFL schedule, I think we had this conversation, um, and I think we both agreed that the Chiefs could repeat their record from last season at twelve and four. Um yeah. I'm still liking that uh that record. I think for sure that the Chiefs will end up splitting uh splitting the two games with the Chargers because that's you know, Phillip Rivers that's a very talented group. Um, we'll have to see what happens with Oakland, um, especially with this Antonio Brown situation and him contemplating if he he hasn't decided if he'll ever play another game with the whole helmet situation. But, you know, I think somewhere between 13-3 and and 11-5 and is a good spot for what we can expect with this season's record. Um, you know, they got the really tough game. I think it's week 14 against the Patriots. Up in, up in Gillette Stadium. You know, so we've seen Mahomes go toe-to-toe with Brady and Belichick. We've seen it happen. Um, and so we know that he can handle it. The The question marks will be this new defense. How is the new defense going to stand up against these uh these quarterbacks that we have to face up against? The Andrew Lux, the Tom Brady's, the Phillip Rivers, even Lamar Jackson, uh, that yeah, first home game. That first home game against Baltimore, um, you know Lamar Jackson. He's very, he's very dangerous, very mobile. And if he can improve on his passing mechanics, he's going to put himself in the position to be an elite quarterback in the league moving forward.
1: Yeah, and I was even going to say that the real test for that defense will be against that Ravens' uh, that Ravens' offense, because if you can stop the run with them. And you can pretty much go toe to toe with anybody in the league stopping the run. And if you can do that, if you can stop the run against any team, you know you're kind of putting yourself in good position on the offensive side of the ball. Because a lot of what teams would do, they would just run us, run the defense, get us, get seven, uh, five yards of pop on the run, and then just you're pretty much open to anything on the defensive side of the ball if you can't stop the run. So, a team like the Patriots. Uh, teams like the Chargers, if you can stop the run there, then you're setting yourself up for success. And I think we'll see how well the defense, how much better we are at stopping the run after that game against the Raiders.
0: Um, and throughout the entire season, obviously the defense is going to be the major question mark moving forward. Um, I can't say this definitively because Bill Belichick and Tom Brady still exist in the AFC, but outside, but Talent-wise, I don't think there's a team that comes close to being capable of what the Chiefs can accomplish this season and moving forward. I think talent-wise, the Chiefs are head and shoulders above the rest of their competition in the AFC. But Bill Belichick has proven time and time again to always be able to out-game plan opposing coaches, quarterbacks, teams, everything like that. And even Tom Brady at the age of, I think he's 42, 43 now. Um, You know He's still a very serviceable quarterback He's this possibly the smartest The smartest quarterback Bar none Maybe the only quarterback in, in NFL history To be as smart at that position um, As Tom Brady was Peyton Manning And um, As long as they're there The Patriots will always be in the running For the kings of the AFC uh, But we've seen the Chiefs Outplay, outduel the the Patriots before we've seen them go toe to toe and lose twice last season, once during the regular season and in the playoffs by a total of ten points. It came down to one score games, one being in overtime. Um, so again, if this defense can step up and make the plays when they need to, and I think last night they held the Bengals to fifty percent on third down conversions, which that's a solid number. That's a solid number, whether it's preseason, regular season, postseason. That's a solid number. And on top of that, there were four different takeaways. We had the two uh, fumble recoveries on the punts and the two interceptions. So you have four takeaways in a game and hold your opponent to 50% on third down conversion. You're looking at, you know, your defense getting off the field letting that off, that very high-octane and high-powered offense just go out there and do what they do. Um, I think that if we're talking about rankings, because the defense was notoriously at the bottom of the league in just about every statistical category last season, I think if overall the defense can maintain, well, manage to be in the top half of the league so if they're anywhere from 16th across the board or up in every defensive category the Chiefs offensively have the talent and the firepower to just absolutely destroy any team in the NFL and you know Chiefs fans may be booking tickets for Miami in February
1: yeah absolutely um and you were talking about third down conversions and turnovers to the end of season last year you know the uh, team was good on third down. Team was good at getting takeaways. They were even good at rushing the quarterback. It was just that consistency. That consistency in playing good defense, not giving up so many yards. And if you can't keep that up throughout the whole season, then that's where, you know, the defense was a problem. So yeah, that's what I'm really looking for is that consistency to consistently be good on third down. Consistently stop the run. Middle of the pack on defense, the
0: possibilities are endless. And you said you you mentioned something about the, the being able to rush the passer, rush the passer last season. Um, we didn't see, we only saw the two sacks against the Bengals. Um, you know, on back to back plays, but you know, we didn't see a whole bunch of sacks. But we did see the pressure get home to affect some of those throws, move the quarterback off of his spot. So. You know, it it hurts. It it really hurt when um they re- let go of Justin Houston and when they traded D Ford, who were prolific pass rushers, right? Uh, Chris Jones is going to be Chris Jones. I have no doubt about that. We didn't get to see Frank Clark. You know, he's got the minor. Well, what what we're assuming is a minor wrist injury, so he just didn't play, but he's been practicing and everything. So once you get him in there, you got Chris Jones in there. You get Alex Okafor in there. You know, some of those sub packages guys guys like Derek Naughty can create that pressure up the middle and you know, push those those inner line those inside linemen, the guards and the center back into the lap of these quarterbacks. If we can get that kind of consistent pressure, I think once again the pass rush will be key to hiding some of the deficiencies in the defensive backfield. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right, Robert. Um was not trying to have this go on too long, was not trying to take up too much of your time. Uh thank you for joining me today, man. Um take right. care. No problem. All right, bro. No problem,
1: no problem at all. Anytime.
0: All right. I'll talk to you later. All right. All right, all right everybody. That was again Robert Remsen, night editor for Arrowhead Pride. You can follow him on Instagram and Twitter at R Rimp Sanity. That's R, capital R, capital R. Capital R I-M-P-S-A-N-I-T-Y R Sanity on Instagram and Twitter. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at DK Howard13. It's DK Howard and the number 13 on Instagram and Twitter. And before I go, I just want to send a condolence send my condolences to the Steelers organization and the family and friends of their wide receiver coach who um, passed away um earlier today at the time of this recording so tune in next time for kingdom come the kingdom come podcast with me desmond dk howard